The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. There's this push on in Edmonton's Chinatown, as, as you heard uh, Sandy Pond talking about some of the things that they want to do there. And again, you know what? Um, you know, that, that recent survey that they, did, the, that they did that said had only about 25% of people felt safe there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure I'd be uh, walking down through there. Um, but it told you, you know, sometimes even walking in downtown Edmonton. We talked about downtown Edmonton yesterday as well. Even that at times is... Um, is a, is a little scary and I know back in July back in July um, there was some concerns raised at city council as well about uh, downtown Edmonton some of the social disorders some of the challenges that were happening there as well uh, Eno Donnell saying you know taking a look at some of the other cities were not making the uh, the grade saying that uh, downtown is seeing more businesses staying or relocating to the city centre but we're lagging behind in many ways that there's a number of issues including uh, you know the construction graffiti unwanted social interactions as well um, <clears throat> so it's been interesting to see this but it, it's great to see a community push to try to make change. Ian O'Donnell, from the executive director of the Downtown Business Association. Hi, Ian. How are you doing today? Good. Thoughts on the uh, Chinatown uh, revitalization plans? Well, it's certainly exciting. Uh, we uh, encompass a, a portion of it uh, in the quarters area within our boundaries, and we've been very excited to, to hear that there's really great momentum building and it's certainly aligned with what we want to see, both in the quarters and also uh, with our partner in uh, in uh, the Chinatown Business Association to the north. I think the one thing that, and I had mentioned it to Sandy Pond from the uh, Collaborative Society, saying that, you know, this doesn't happen overnight, does it? It doesn't matter, you know, what part of a city it is. Revitalization, um, it takes time. It, it often takes a generation or more. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at uh, places like Yale Town in Vancouver. I actually sent a photo this morning out on Twitter. Uh, it took from about 1985 until now to mm-hmm. really develop that area. And so that's 40 years. Yeah. Uh, so we look at uh, some of the areas in our city that uh, need some redevelopment and rejuvenation. And it's going to take uh, for sure a few decades, and if not, a generation or more. It, it is nice to see um, a community uh, stepping up, though, and saying, hey, we, we want to do this. Let's, let's, let's try. Let's try to make it happen instead of sitting around and waiting for somebody else to do it. Um, curious, Ian, you know, on the show yesterday, we got uh, we got talking about downtown Edmonton. You've been the executive director of the of the uh, DBA now for, what, three years? Two, two and a half. Two, yeah. and a, two and a half years. Your thoughts on, on, uh, on, on uh, how things were when you started there and where they are now? You know what, it's been, uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster and, uh, the last couple of years because uh, it was right sort of when Rogers Place was opening mm-hmm. and, and certainly the impacts of that uh, and some of the challenges uh, uh, resulting from uh, really construction and, and growth downtown. You know, we've had so much investment downtown in the last few years that it's actually become a, a bit of its own challenge and a bit of its own headache, uh, as we know from some, to get around. And so, uh, you know, we, we certainly are really uh, excited to see where downtown is going and, and with that, the quarters and, and Chinatown as well. Uh, uh, certainly playing off of each other and building off of each other, um, but we're, we're we're just getting through some of that construction headache, uh, and uh, you know we're going to start to open as as many people have said, uh, open these projects and really unwrap a lot of these great new spaces for downtown 
and for people to come and enjoy, uh, particularly around Churchill Square and obviously the, the LRT uh. construction. Uh, but I was chatting with somebody uh, actually at lunch today, and uh, they uh, made a, a significant purchase in the downtown core uh, to really revitalize and rejuvenate yet even more of it. Huh. And so we're really starting to see that that snowball roll where um, you know one project leads to another which leads to two more and uh, the next big area that we're really going to see is right around that new central park on uh, between 106 and 108 street where there's uh, you know roughly 2300 units proposed that yeah. we built out over the next uh, decade or more you know ian you, you hear about all of this and you see all of this and you see the great restaurants and the shop areas mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff happening and uh, when we were speaking uh, when i was talking about downtown on my show yesterday one of the things I asked is, you know, what is the reason why you go downtown, number one? What are the reasons why you don't go downtown? And over and over and over again, uh, my listeners, uh, you know, it circled back to social disorder. It's it's socialed back to unwanted, you know, those unwanted social interactions, not knowing how to deal, you know, panhandling, all that sort of stuff. And to be honest with you, I'm noticing that more and more. My son just moved uh, back here from Tokyo uh, last year, and he says he's really surprised. He lives downtown made a choice to live downtown Um, and I know that's on your radar as well Um, and because you're hearing about it too aren't you we are Um, and it's not just downtown we're hearing it from our our BIA council across Edmonton uh, whether you're in Old Strathcona or on Stony Plain Road or in Old Town Beverly or anywhere in between, um, mental health and addiction, yeah. um, less so homelessness, although that's certainly uh, something we, we really want to continue working on and making good strides and have successes in. Uh, but we're hearing it more on the mental health addiction side, yeah. and that's really changed in the last 12 or 14 months in this city and in this province. Uh, we chatted with Red Deer in Calgary recently, and the same things uh, are happening there. Um, you know, we really need to to have the province uh, really look at some of the programming and resources that are being dedicated to mental health and and, uh, addiction in this province. Uh, It's really changed in the last few months. And that's led to some some unfortunate challenges in the downtown and other areas. And we really want to find support and help for those um, that are facing those challenges. And, uh, And certainly... Um, you know some of the unintended consequences, un- unintended consequences of that, uh, which is a, a less than desirable experience at times. Yeah. Uh, and we don't want those that are impacted by mental health uh, to be pushed aside or to be, um, you know, uh, segregated in 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 how they are interacting with the community. We want we want to find resources for them and, and help. Uh, and then, uh, in addition to that, those that. Uh, are marginalized. We're really working hard with our partners to make sure that people uh, do have homes and do have supportive care. And so it is a it's a very broad topic, and then certainly something that's going to need uh, different orders of government to be involved. And we're really hoping that the the province is listening uh, this fall. So we've been talking about uh, some of the plans for the um, the uh, revitalization of Chinatown in Edmonton, and uh, thanks to Sandy Pond for weighing in on that. Then we thought we'd dial up uh, Ian O'Donnell, the executive director of the Downtown Business Association, to get his thoughts. Holding him across the news, and we appreciate that, Ian, very no much. Problem. We were we were talking about Downtown Edmonton and kind of just you know some of those challenges, and we talked about yes, those unwanted social interactions, as as some of them are calling them. You talked about. Uh, 
uh, you know, uh, mental health and addictions and and the hopes that um, the province will step up and, you know, help out with this. Has there been any discussions with uh, the province on this front? What can be done there? Well, I, I think it's a, a combination of factors. One, the city is really pushing for supportive housing, and that's, I think, mm-hmm. going to be more successful in the near term. Uh, Councilor McKean, in particular, leading that charge with mental health and the, the need for supportive housing to provide people uh, those supports and those resources. Uh, we certainly uh, have been trying to make it very clear to the province, along with other stakeholders, that uh, mental health and addiction issues uh, have been on the rise, and, and I would say an order of magnitude difference in the last 12 months. And we're hearing that from our business owners as well, as well as people that are visiting in the downtown. Experience is really important, and it's not to uh, have a blind eye to some of these chronic and and really challenging issues that society faces, but we really want to make sure that downtown, as well as the rest of the city, are safe, it's inviting, and it's uh, inclusive. And so how do we do that as a society? Well, that's going to take... Uh, a lot of provincial help, and I, I really do hope uh, we have a few ministers uh, listening to this radio show today. Yeah, and you know, Ian, I wonder though sometimes if, you know, if this is just part of of living in a big city, if, um, you know, we can try, we can help, and we can get, you know, the province and say we need this help, but is it just kind of go hand in hand with big cities and, and a growing big city? Well, you use Tokyo, like you, you were saying yeah. about your son, I've been to Tokyo many times. The level of respect and pride and uh, awareness there is incredible and you've seen that uh, you've mm-hmm. seen that in, in other cities as well and we need to, to uh, have a little bit more understanding and education awareness of what's really happening on the streets and find better ways forward it's it's just not uh, happening in a, in a productive enough way right now uh, Edmonton's recover project certainly is a good step forward in that regard but uh, you know we need to do better we need to have more respect as a society across the board for each other and for property. Uh, you look at graffiti and the rise in the city as well. But Scooters said, in the pool? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, somebody was trying to do something pretty fun over there, oh, apparently. Um, you know, that said, though, we've, we've made a lot of really good strides in the downtown, and more people on the street overall is a very good thing, and we're really working towards creating a more vibrant place. Um, open streets on Sunday uh, with Pass for People yeah. uh, was an incredible success and really reminded us that people want to be on the street, they want to be out, they want to explore, and we need to provide those environments and those urban environments, those downtown environments that are going to really attract people, and we've been working really hard to do so, do so. and we're, we're hoping that as we unbox and then unpack some of these really great uh, projects over yeah. the next couple of years, uh, the changing face of our downtown is really going to shine through. Ian, I think it was uh, an article that I was reading just from uh, July, and I think I was I was out of town at the time, but you had, um, I think you'd presented at uh, at uh, City Council, kind of talking about downtown, some of the challenges, some of the good things, you know, um, but you had talked about um, you know, when, when, when people come in, when people first come in and, you know, investors and business people in Toronto, Vancouver, that sort of stuff in Calgary, uh, coming in and walking downtown um, Edmonton and some of their first impressions of that. Now, you said you had lunch today with someone who was making a, a mighty investment in downtown Edmonton. And then we hear others that are saying, you know, from others that are saying that they didn't have a good experience. When you bring somebody in or when somebody comes in and you have that meeting and you're, you know, taking them around downtown. What are they telling you? Uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, many folks that are coming up uh, anecdotally for, for concerts and different and things that are uh, at Rogers Place are saying, 
you know, they don't recognize downtown anymore. Mm. It's incredible. And they haven't been here in five or ten years, yeah. and it's really transformed, and, and they're very proud of it because a lot of them are expats. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, certainly in the last few months, uh, across the city, and in, and in particular in the downtown, we, we've had some challenges um, with an increasing number of, of very visible mental health uh, addiction issues, and we've uh, had some very productive meetings with uh, Chief McPhee, uh, who's been incredible to yeah. work with so far in his term. He is the right man for the position right now, and he is uh, really looking at getting boots on the ground, okay. working with partners, and att- tackling uh, meth in particular. That's what we're hearing is really the challenge, yeah. and is subsidiaries of, of that uh, that street drug. Uh, but uh, EPS is working very hard, and we certainly have been partnering with uh, yeah. groups like Reach Edmonton and Boyle Street yeah. to, to make sure that we do this in a respectful way, and we find a better way forward for everybody. And so that's certainly going to take, like I said, provincial help and city help. Uh, I know that uh, the council's on board, and the mayor, and, and Councilman Keene in particular, but we need to have more focus and, and I think more of a recognition of this. You know, uh-huh. we do it on Bell Let's Talk Day, but <laughs> do we do it the rest of the year? Yeah, and you know what, it's interesting that you, you brought up uh, policing and Chief uh, McPhee. We had a great conversation about some of the challenges that Edmonton's facing and touched on some of the things that you just brought up as well. And, um, you know, uh, I hear more and more, you know, we need more boots on the ground. And, and someone texted in yesterday and said, what if we just had more, you know, patrols, you know, you know, police officers, you know, why in the beat downtown is is that a possibility and i said yeah but that all costs money well that all- we have doubled the beat patrol yeah. downtown wow and uh you know we certainly see more visible presence and that's been very good wow uh we we interact with our police officers more often they've been very proactive at going into businesses and chatting with people about issues uh chatting with people on the street in a, in a very respectful way uh but we're not going to police ourselves out of this yeah you know this is a societal problem and it's uh irregardless of uh where things are at so um, geographically, and so we need to make sure that uh, that as a city we're recognizing this, and as a province we're really starting to. Uh, uh I guess acknowledge that uh, that something has changed. Um, just back to uh, Chinatown for a second, Ian, because I have a number of texts coming in here, and I'm going to let you handle this one because um, well, I'm just going to let you handle it. A um, number of people are saying, you know, you know, if 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 places like Chinatown are, are are failing, why do we need to build them back up? What's the importance of them? Why do we need to? Why don't we just let them, you know, go on like you know, you gen- you know the gentrification, that sort of stuff? And you know, um, and I'm like, well. Personally, I said because it's the history. What do you say to those folks? Well, I, I wouldn't say that they're completely failing. I think that any area of the city, after a certain period of time, is going to need reinvestment. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's neighborhood re- rehabilitation from a sidewalks perspective and roadways, or whether that's a fresh coat of paint on a light post and a new street front. Yeah, uh, we need to to uplift our whole city and create really great pockets of different experiential opportunities for people. And Chinatown's one of those important places. Um, certainly the Chinese population in Edmonton has grown considerably. Uh, Chinese, uh, Mandarin in particular, I think is the third most spoken language in the city mm-hmm. now. And that those areas create experiences. They create a diversity of food offerings and business opportunities. And so whether it's that or whether it's somewhere like Little Italy, which exactly. is resurgence, um, both had festivals on the weekend and both drew a lot of people to the area. Mm-hmm. But we need to support those just like many other communities and really look at creating those diverse and, and interesting and eclectic offerings in the city. You know what, Ian? I've really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time. My pleasure. Let's Anytime. do it again sometime, okay? Sounds great. All right, Thank Ian you. O'Donnell, who is the executive director of the Downtown Business Association.